All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 334 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am BF Baller, and uh, it's Friday, everybody, and it's a pretty good uh, weekend coming up. So hopefully everything went well for you guys as far as your uh, the week goes. And um, this weekend is going to be really, really special. I mean, we especially when, especially when it comes to Georgia Southern football. I mean, the whole everything athletically, you know, is going to be great as well because we've got a lot of activities going on. But um, like more, more things are just focused on the football team. And we're going to talk about the blue and white spring game. Um, and there's going to be other things that happens beyond that, I mean, obviously, as time goes on. But something else I want to talk about when it comes to that. So we're going to touch on that as well. So uh, hopefully you guys stick around. Hopefully you guys will enjoy the show. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you're listening on the audio side of things, I want to thank you guys Everybody who has um, been listening on the podcast side, first and foremost, um, uptick in listenership. Once again, I mean, we're getting to the point where we're getting hundreds of um, listeners a day. And um, uh, I want to tell you guys that um, I really, really appreciate it. I did not, excuse me, I did not think that um, things would move so fast, even prior to the football season starting. And uh, it just goes to show that. Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons, you know, uh, football, people love football year round. And the more the news comes out and more information comes out, who's being recruited, who's being signed, free agency, all those things are very, very, um, you know, uh, informative and people sought after that information. And I, I really appreciate you guys for coming through listening and the guys that are audio is all the same i mean uptick in in viewership as well i really appreciate it if you are trying to search for where this information is you can find me on youtube and rumble also you can listen on anchor stitcher spotify apple and google and um it's much appreciated i thank you guys you are the reason why i you're the main reason why i continue to do this every day and i i cannot thank you guys enough um also um, if you want to donate, all the links are down below where if you can um, you can donate to help the podcast grow. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and just get into what we're going to talk about today. Blue and white spring game is here. What should we expect? Um, I, I feel like there's a lot to expect. I mean, we, we talked about the other scrimmages that we've been, um, you know, that we've had a couple of games. A lot of touchdowns being thrown, some defensive plays with some, you know, some sacks and some interceptions. Uh, I I didn't, I was not able to uh, get down to any of those scrimmages, you know, obligations or whatever, and uh, distance. And I really was going to go to the Blue and White Spring game, but have a family uh, function that I have to attend on that day. Actually, not only on that day, but it's pretty much at the same time. So uh, I definitely will be watching. Trust me, I definitely will be watching the Blue and White Spring game. And because of the fact I'm going to be watching, I plan on doing a live session here. I will be posting this more on Twitter or whatever the case may be. Or I may even do uh, another video pertaining to this. I will be I plan on doing a live uh, stream of the uh, of recapping of the Blue and White game. So if you guys want to come around and, you know, voice your opinions in the chat or um, maybe I even open up, um, I, I may open up some dialogue. So if anybody wants to come in and, and talk and have a dialogue back and forth 
about the game, I may open up the line so you guys can come in, have a, you know, a session or two about, you know, what did you see in the game? So I'll, I'll, I'm I'm working on that. Now, that may be the case sometime tomorrow after the game. So uh, unfortunately, I won't be there. But as a compensation, I would I probably would do that. Have a live uh, stream of my thoughts and opinions. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, so first and foremost, one of the big things that they're going to be talking about outside uh, or what they're going to be doing outside of the game, they're going to um, break ground on the indoor um, practice facility. I think this is, you know, you look at everything that's going on at Georgia Southern, stuff like this just makes everything so exciting, not only for, you know, um, the fans, but players and recruits, guys who want to come here, those type of things, you know, that make, you know, players who want to come and when you have that, those type of facilities. Now, people always want to talk about, oh, it's nice, technically not indoor, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to think about it, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. This is going to get players that want to come to the school. I don't. I, I don't care. You know how you may feel about it. It may not be a a, a, a completely closed indoor facility. It may, it may look like a car, carport, but God damn it, I promise you, we're going to get some good recruits here. We're already doing that now, but we're going to get more. You know, so um, just be on the lookout for that, and it's a it's a good time to be excited about that. Now, let's flip on a little bit further to um, what we're going to um, look into the spring game. What do we uh, expect? I think we're really going to see, uh, I- I'm going to say maybe 10 to 20% of the playbook. That's just my gut feeling. Obviously, we're not going to show everything because people are going to be watching and competition is going to be scouting out what we're doing. But I think we're going to see a handful of plays that are going to be uh, the staple of this uh, of this offense. We're going to see some things that are going to be the staple of the defense. And uh, we're going to just basically put on display who's going to be uh, what, what we're all about now. Um, I said this in the last episode. You know, there's a lot of eyes that's going to be on this game. I expect that the stadium, Paulson Stadium, is going to be packed because there's a lot of curiosity what's going on with this. I also believe that. Uh, I also believe that there's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of our competitors, a lot of guys around the Sun Belt is going to be watching what we're doing. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, and 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 I love this. I think one thing as far as the competition and in the other robberies, uh. I want them to see what we do because I, I want them to know what we're doing because um, I want you guys to don't be surprised if we come through and, and, and beat you in a game this season. So I, I, I want you guys to really embrace the fact that this is a very big deal for not only Georgia Southern football, not only just for the fans, but just this entire um program athletic program in general georgia southern has been pretty much one of the biggest uh you know draws if not the biggest draw when it comes to georgia southern athletics and when you look at the tradition of what was what has been going on um throughout the 80s 90s and 2000s um we had a very distinct and unique style of football that we played all that is all that's about to change now and um officially 
this is the this is probably like this is basically the first official time that this the transition is complete it's the first showing now i mean yeah we had scrimmages we had practices but the spring game is that significant because now this is the this is really showing what we're going to be doing so this is the first uh the beginning of that transition this is the the confirmation of that transition we're not going to be in a flex bone we're not going to be in a wishbone we're not going to be in a i'm not gonna say we're not going to be in a spread option we'll probably be in some cases some form of a a spread option you know you know some some form of um spread uh you know shotgun handoff or keep or whatever type of situation but what what we used to do that that's going to be gone we we're we're going to be a much more aggressive team. We're going to be a team that's actually going to try to put up points uh fast. Um we're also going to be a team that's going to try to get a lot of takeaways in the secondary. When you have coaches like coach Whitley and coach Will Harris, guys who are specialized in defensive backs, best believe we're going to try to take the ball away from any team that try to pass on us. So I I expect to see not only the the one interception I saw from Ashton Whitner, which I'm really taking a liking to that guy, and 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 and, and somebody like Ashton Whitner and and Najee Thompson, man, Derek Canteen, Mark Stampley, you got so many guys back there in the defensive, in 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 the secondary, and you got coaches like that. Be I would not be surprised in the spring game we get maybe two or three takeaways. On the flip side of that, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a lot of, you know, movement of the football on offense. We know we've been hearing about the scrimmages. This is the first time we're actually going to get to see this on display. And, and another reason why I say this is going to be um, – the beginning of the real, you know, transition of football in Georgia. We're actually going to be on television. This is going to be on ESPN plus live. So, like I said, I don't know who else is doing the spring game this week, this weekend that's in the Sun Belt. I'm not really sure to be quite honest. I care, but I, but for real, for real, I don't care because I'm focused on this team right now. I want to see what we're doing. And I know they they want to see what that what we're going to be doing. They're going to be, you know, they're 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 going to focus on us because Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern is probably like they were. We were the most unique team in the Sun Belt ever since we came to the Sun Belt in 2014. We've always been that unique team because everybody knew like, all right, how does team won national championships with that style of offense? How did this team was so successful with what they what they do? And we bought it over to the Sun Belt, and we continue to be successful. First year in, we won the Sun Belt championship. First year in, we won the Sun Belt title. We won bowl games. We've done. We had our down years. I'm not saying that we were, you know, just we're just on a roll. I mean, we we had our down years. It's one of the reasons why we're having this transition now because of a down year. But we had our down years, 16, 17. You know, we've had our down years. So, um. 
But people still always want to know why, you know, with us being the most unique team that ran the football and ran the offense the way we did, everybody want to know what we're doing. You best believe that's going that's going to happen again, especially with a coach like Clay Helton, which I'm going to bring a soundbite in shortly, and I'm going to let you guys listen to what he said about what's going to happen after the spring game, which I find very interesting. Um, a guy like Coach Helton, which pretty much any, most people in the country outside of Southern Cal – has very you know, for mostly most positive things to say about they're going to be watching to see what he's going to do with this team because you're bringing a totally different dynamic a totally different element from what the, what we've done back in the past things that we've done that were um successful so in the beginning i understood why there was so much i understand why it was so much uh resistance in the beginning now those same people who had resistance later have apologized and or just haven't said anything because after you know the emotions go away and i get it you know coach chad lunsford was is, is a very 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 good leader of young men i think his coaching was okay i just think the time and i think the i think the whole process ran its course after a few years but a lot of people was really attached to that a lot of people was attached to him the man and i understand i thought you know i think he, he he's gonna do i think he's gonna be good where he is you know he has a pretty sweet job down there by the beach but you know people were really attached to that people were really attached to him and the team and i understand why and uh, so when the new regime comes in, people are like, all right, this is a gimmick. This is a PR stunt. What are we doing here? But then when you turn around and you see the people that he's bringing along with him when Coach Helton comes in. You see what's going on with the, the practices, the scrimmages, the recruits coming in. Wait a minute. We got Kyle Van Trees. Wait a minute, J.D. King is coming back? We're getting, you know, highly sought after transfer. I mean, highly sought after recruits in the state of Georgia. Him and his staff went through all 159 counties of the state of Georgia to find players. Oh, we're recruiting more quarterbacks? We got five or six on the roster now? Terrence Gibbs, four-star recruit, decided to come to the school and 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 and, and commit. We getting you know all type of guys on defense, really you know nasty guys that want to play on a in on the offensive defensive line that want to push people around. Now it's not funny anymore. Now it's getting serious. Now we're starting to understand that, wait a minute, not only that this guy from USC comes in and just picks up um, the pieces of a three and nine season and try to make it into something that's bigger than what we could ever imagine. He's bringing people along with him and he's embracing the culture and the tradition of Georgia Southern. 
Now everybody's quiet. And I'm not talking about people that are under the Georgia Southern umbrella that were, you know, not, I'm not talking about those people who are skeptic. You don't hear much about any of the other teams in the Sun Belt anymore about what's going on here. You may find a few fans that want to talk about this, that, and third, but the people who were actually very vocal about Coach Helton coming here, they haven't said anything in in months. They're very reluctant to say certain things now. They're very timid at the things that they say. And you best believe those same people, they're going to be watching this game. They're going to be watching this game on Saturday. It's a good feeling, Georgia Southern fans. It's a very good feeling. When they see what they see, they're going to be put on notice. Like, look, this ain't the situation that you may think it is when Georgia Tech had to, you know, transition back to uh, a pro style offense. And it, it ain't it ain't happening that way when you have these th- this big of a uh, of a recruiting and transfer class come in to do things. And and I, I want people to keep thinking that keep thinking that. Because when we come to your stadium or when you come to Paulson and you realize, oh, wait a minute, we don't have to, we don't even know how to game plan for this. And the, and, 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 and the fact that we did game plan for this, we still can't stop this. Or we're having trouble stopping this. Then you're going to be the ones that realize it ain't funny no more. Now, I'm a big fan of George Southern football. I've been a big fan for, you know, decades. And I'm I'm clearly unbiased. I wouldn't be here, you know, sitting on the side of, you know, talking down to my team. But when you see all this going on, you see all these changes. This is why I say we are in a great position to win at least eight games. This is why I say that. Maybe one day I need to really break down and talk about that because I, I don't get a lot of flack for it. But a lot of people look at me sideways when I say that. No, eight games. Eight games. I, I think we can win eight games with this with this with this schedule that we have in 2022. And the team that we put together. I know the kids and the coach want to win every game that they have out there. And I I, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and think that we're gonna go undefeated. I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna make that that claim. That's that's a little too much. But we're going in that direction where there is a possibility in 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 some years from now. I will say that if you continue to level up your recruiting like this and bring in a game plan like this every year. And, you know, you may go have some, some different moving pieces and people. Some people are probably going to be probably go on to other jobs or whatever. But if you keep the core of what you're trying to do here at Georgia Southern and you keep bringing in the talent, eight can turn into 10. We already did had a 10 win season recently, a few years ago. Eight can turn into 10, 10 can turn into 12. You guys got to understand, there's there a few things just have to go your way to win certain football games. It is not just you have to go in and blow a team out, all, out off top. Like, you don't have to go in there and just beat them, you know, from start to finish. You Just a few things just have to go your way in certain games just to, 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 to declare victory on a team. 
so I mean, so it's it's not far fetched, but it's not happening this year. Just just wait till Coach Helton actually gets his complete recruiting class in. If he, you know, just if he is around for the next three, four, five years. Now, mind you, he's already recruiting kids that's probably going to be um that's going to be graduating high school in 2025. I've seen that on Twitter where some guys who are class of 2024, class of 2025, they're already talking to these kids. You don't do that if you don't think you have a plan to be around for a long time. But nevertheless, I don't, I don't want to get into the recruiting. I, I really want to continue to stick with the game plan that we're talking about here, the blue and white game. And I think I covered that already. And I think that we're going to, you know, surprise a lot of people. And and at the end of the day, that's what I expect. Before I go, I want to really um, show off this clip. I want to I want you to listen to another audio clip. I did one yesterday of Robert Edwards third. Shout out to him, the new recruit. But I want to uh put this uh clip out here. Shout out to Josh Aubrey. Uh Josh Aubrey um for the Statesboro Her- Herald. Um had a chance to talk to Coach Helton briefly about what's happening after the spring game. What's gonna do what they're gonna do with the transfer portal. I want you guys to listen to this, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on this, and then we're going to close this uh, episode out. Before we go out, Josh, we're, we're going to actually we, we're going to go out May 2nd and start our recruiting uh, for over a four-week period of time and, and really be out on the road recruiting for that entire month. We actually have next week to go through our exit interviews and actually sit down as a staff and evaluate where we are by each position and formulate a plan for that month of May to be able to create uh, that, the final team as you enter that June period. Remember, June starts that eight-week cycle of strength and conditioning, and you really want to have the 99 percent of your team here you may have one slot two slots left but you're going to have the basically the major part of your team here by june and so we'll sit down and we we have we're not going on the road next week we're sitting down to make that plan to say okay hey here's where we're strong this may be an area of growth who is out there that could help this position where are we health wise after this hour and 45 minute scrimmage did we did we have any major injuries so you sit down and you formulate okay this is where we got to go um and we'll do that next week week and then move forward with our plan in May. So after the spring game, they're planning on trying to fill some more slots when it comes to the transfer portal. Um, One thing that he said that was interesting, he said they're going to have an exit interviews. I'm kind of interesting. That's as I'm kind of interested in what that means. Are we going to be dropping some players? Uh, What's going on there? I'm, actually curious of that so if you're gonna have exit interviews on that how many players that are you're probably going to be dropping you know now mind you you know this is a little side note i played a lot of ncaa football back in the day and i know there's a portion of the season if you play a franchise or dynasty mode where you do cut players and um i think that's that's the side of thing that we really don't hear about or we don't talk about so for him to say exit interviews that that kind of you know, that jumped out at me a little bit. So uh, with that being said, how many people are they going to, you know, probably drop off after the spring game? Who's going to, you know, you hate to hear about this. Somebody may get injured. So what happens if you do that? And how many other people are you going to decide to bring in? Now, mind you, he said they're not going out to to recruit people or bring people in. 
they're basically just going to probably just do it by proxy, probably just going to go out and, and, uh, reach out via email, you know, uh, Skype or zoom calls or, um, you know, just, you know, regular telephone calls or whatever the case may be, you know, those type of things, uh, you know, seem like that's going to be the possibility of what's going to happen. Now you got to also understand there's a lot of players that do, um, don't make the teams after the spring game, you may have one or two slots open. Um, this is a really good, this would be a really good window to find, probably try to get somebody really, really good in whatever space that, you know, whatever position that they need. So be on the lookout for that. He said around June, you're going to try to have 99% of your team. So in May, that's going to start, which is, you know, basically like a week away. Watch what happens in the week of, in the month of May. I would not be surprised if we pick up somebody that, that is a need that possibly could contribute right away. And um, in some cases, you know, we may get a really big steal. I'm not betting on it, but there's a possibility. Last but not least, you hear Coach Helton? Dude, this guy sound like somebody who don't know what they're doing. I don't, he, he, he sounds nowhere near the type of coach or anybody who don't know what they're doing or in, in over their head. He seems like he has control of what's going on and he seems like he has a vision and a plan. I don't want to go back into this before I go, but these people who talk down about our coach, get over it. You are, you're basically living in a situation to where your past is constantly bothering you. Let it go. This guy sounds like he has it on. He has it together. He sounds like he's on point. He sounds like he has a really good vision of what we're trying to do. Shout out to Josh Aubrey at the Statesboro Herald once again. I have that link to this clip down in the description. Um, if you like this content, hit the like button. Share this uh, podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I am on YouTube and Rumble. Also, you can find me on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. Um, give me a five-star rating on that star chart if you don't mind. Also, give me some feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. Give me some feedback over there on uh, the platforms that do provide feedback. Comment section on YouTube. I think Rumble does the same thing. I know Apple has a, uh, a rating and a feedback chart. I think Google, I think all of them pretty much do. Um, if they don't, and if you can't find a way, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and you can give me any feedback or whatever the case may be. And last but not least, definitely last but not least, um, shout out to gsufans.com and also come through the Discord. We're talking about all things Georgia Southern, all things Atlanta Falcons over there. Um, Going to have some Atlanta Falcons talk mostly throughout the week next week because it's going to be draft time next week. So the NFL draft is coming up. So we're going to definitely be talking about some Atlanta Falcons stuff, but Right now is 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 you know it's time for the Eagles right now. It's a lot of things moving over here to Georgia Southern Eagles, and we talk about both teams. But uh, I cannot wait to see what this team is going to do on Saturday. I'm also going to be having um, a live stream on uh, the reaction recap of the Blue and White Spring Game. So, like I said, all the platforms that you can find me on to listen, subscribe to all those platforms, or at least one or two of them. Also find me on um, Twitter and um, join the Discord. And uh, we will see you guys uh, tomorrow. I will be here live tomorrow.
after the blue and white spring game. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for all the support once again. You guys take it easy, and you guys be blessed. Peace.